welcome to this, the first edition of the new podcast and video series from the Migrant and Minority Ethnic Council. In fact, it's the first of a pair. We're releasing a special double bill to mark Black History Month 2020. And that gives us the theme of the conversations. The importance of highlighting Black History, the significance of the month itself, and the need for education at all levels on the issues that it raises. In this first programme, I'll be joined by Joy Tendai Kangare of the organisation Rooted in Africa and Ireland, and by Dr. Loveth Ohor of the African Scholars Association in Ireland. But before we meet them, don't forget to follow us on social media at MME Council and visit our website, mmeconsult.org, where you can find out more about the organisation and where you can subscribe to our news bulletin. And now let's go straight over to meet our guests. Thank you for joining me um, for this Black History Month uh, podcast. And uh, maybe we'll just start, if you could just maybe tell me who you are and a little bit about yourselves. Um, Joy Tendai, maybe we'll start with you. Uh, thank you, Maurice, for having me. And it's a pleasure to be in the company of both yourself and Loveth. My name is Joy Tendai Kangere, Zimbabwean born, but rooted in Ireland now. Um, I'm a co-founder of Rooted in African Ireland, which is an organization that uh, instills pride in being African and also in culture. I also sit on the board of AINTUS, which is the adult learning charity in Ireland. And I'm involved within intercultural and integration programs within the South Dublin County Council. So working with ethnic minorities and women. Very good. Loveth. Um, thanks a lot, Maurice, for having me here. And it's actually a pleasure to be on this podcast. Um, my name is Loveth Oho, and I am um, a bioresource technologist and a medical um, researchers, researcher. Sorry, I have a PhD in reproductive medicine. And my area of expertise in, is in the female reproductive system, where I investigate the effects of um, inflammation in gametomaternal interaction. I'm also the secretary of African Scholars Association Ireland, and I lecture part-time in the um, Institute of Anti-Racism and Black Studies. I'm also the um, school manager of the Institute of Anti-Racism and Black Studies. Thank you. And thank you. And the, the association... Um, for the researchers, the African researchers in Ireland. Tell us a little bit more about that. When did that get started? And okay, the um, association, the Association of African Scholars Ireland actually started in 2018. It's an association to bring all um, scholars of African descent, uh, descent into um, that in Ireland into a body. It's a place that we have a voice. We want to collectively collect all those that have a PhD, like scholars, or even students. So what we do, we mentor students, PhD students of African and African descent. And we also have a body to not only mentor them, to assist them with in regards to writing their thesis, um, also to put them in the right way. And then as a body, we are trying to have a voice in Ireland to showcase that African, African body or Africans or African descent in Ireland has um, a voice or have a place for intellectuals where we can be fixed into um, the places of higher education because we don't have a lot of um, Africans in, in academia, especially in our universities. So that's the struggle that we're having now and that's the, the fight or will I say what we are growing, grooming ourselves for to go into mm. the academia. Very good. And it sounds as though Joy Tendai, that uh, 
uh, complements your organisation quite well. That's another, with its emphasis on Africans in Ireland. Absolutely. So the advocacy that I do is to start at, you know, as people, migrants that come in, especially um, ethnic minorities that have moved to Ireland and want to reestablish themselves in education. So adult learning, which is very important because some people would have not accessed that in their countries of origin or some people would have to because of the different um, barriers that are put within um, the employment market, people have to go back and re-educate themselves. And that's where we find that the advocacy is needed within ANTHUS and within um, the structure of actually uplifting young people growing in Ireland that it is okay to be, you know, to be Irish and to be black and to um, to actually celebrate the duality of, of, of being that person. That's, that sounds great. I guess that sort of leads us neatly to the uh, issue of Black History Month because obviously it's a celebration of well, Black History, obviously, as the, the title suggests. <laughs> what uh, do you think um, is the significance or what, why, why do we need a Black History Month? Do we still need a Black History Month? Maybe, Loveth, you could start with that. Oh, of course, we definitely need a Black History Month, uh, Maurice, um, because it's a time to reflect and look ahead. Um, to me, the Black History Month is a time to reflect on all the beautiful things we have done over the years, to understand the foundation that people before us laid. So looking at their struggles, their challenges, and where we are at today, to acknowledge the country, our contributions to Africa and to development, especially in arts, science, and um, technology. Also, it's a constant reminder to be proud of our continent a continent that we're taught to be ashamed of and to celebrate what makes us unique. So when I look at Africa, the um, Black History Month, I see our history, I see our honor, I see our culture, opportunities, achievements, progress, strength, love, respect, and possibilities. So indeed, the Black History Month is a month that we need to celebrate because we need to celebrate the rich and positive history of Africa and African descent. Mm. So what's, um, how has black history helped to shape the world today? What is the significance of this Black History Month? Um, in my view, I was looking at um, the, the significance and what Black History Month has done. It has created a lot of awareness. The very first thing that came into my mind is it, ha it has provided nations um, with opportunities to hear the voices and experiences of people who have been historically um, oppressed, um, overlooked, ignored, and marginalized. It is gradually creating a platform for reflection into biases. We know we talk about the bias, we are the biases everywhere. So this um, Black History Month has given us an avenue to showcase, to say this is what is going on with the Blacks. This is what we want to point out. It has given us an avenue to talk about the stereotypes we face as Blacks. It has given us the opportunity to talk about the gaps in knowledge when it comes to the Blacks. A lot of, there are a lot of gaps in knowledge and then the relationships across racial differences. The Black History Month, again, has also one of the significance I saw too is that it's gradually giving room to systems that consist of equity, diversity, and inclusion. 
So we are we gradually we it's it's not it's not in the pace that we want to see, but slowly and surely we are getting we are getting there. And the the, the one that gladdens my heart the most is that the Black History Month has given black children a sense of identity. It has given them, a lot of them are facing identity crisis, but when they are being taught about the Black History Month, well, they're talking about, they're, they're being taught about um, inventors who are blacks, they're being taught about achievements that the blacks have gone through all the years. I was looking at it going back, dating back to the 18th century, the, the 15th century, even um, the 13th BC, all that the black has been able to accomplish. It gives me joy that the, the children coming now can relate. They have um well i call it role models they don't just see role models as the teachers in the class they see role models in the same color as them um I, I know in one of the black study class i was i was teaching i i, I was looking at um, inventors all the way back to the 1892 i was able to teach that the things as common as the pressing board the ironing board that we use today was actually invented by a, an, an african-american woman in 1892 there's so many inventions in that we, we have so many black inventors i look at the home security where the alarm is big now in in homes is what it was actually invented by an, an african an african lady uh, called uh, mary van brenton in as as way back as 1966 the three traffic lights that we see today is actually invented by uh, an african and <laughs> that was way back 1923. So there are a lot of inventors that are black and it gives me joy when I teach the, in the black studies that we, we've gone past slavery. We've gone beyond slavery. There's so much good, there's so much contribution that we have as Africans have done or have given into the development of the world. So Black History Month to me is, has huge significance and I see it as a platform to showcase the not just um, African descent or the achievement of Africa of the um, individuals, but the achievement of Africa as a continent. Mm -hmm. Joy Tendai, I'm, I'm sure you. I must say, I, I was uh, interested to find out that there was the ironing board and the traffic light. That those are yeah. interesting. <laughs> there are lots of them. So much. There must be a lot too. Time won't permit me to go into yeah. all of them. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, mm. but it's also great you're talking about, you know, children having role models, but um, Joy Tendai, you're involved in adult education. So um, I assume that it's a similar sort of thing for for adults as well. I think it's it's so um, um, Loveth has really nicely put out and laid out the thing, um, what Black History Month is about. But it's the same thing as people that celebrate uh, let's say Valentine's Day, we know that there is love in the world and Black History Month is every day in the things that we do, in the things, in the culture that we live, in the way that we speak our languages, in the way that normally in the interaction that we, we, we uh, partake in community. It's just, it's, it is for me important that those people or society, even ourselves as black people, sometimes we get engrossed and forget about our culture. It is important to put a step and say, look, you know, this is our culture. Um, as, as, a, as, as a mother and as a parent, I'm always intrigued when my children come up. I mean, when Hidden Figures came up, 
that was something that was so hidden in history that if it if the story hadn't been told, we would have not known that it was black women behind you know the space shuttle. That was something that would have just gone down and been buried, like a lot of history that coming back even from the continent. Things that the wealth of knowledge that was taken from Africa onto the slave ships onto the American continent. I mean, that is so important. And I think some, some of these things, we need a daily reminder. We need to remind ourselves. And it's, it's not to show the world, but it is to remind us so that whatever we put in our own, you know, in ourselves, we can give back to our, to our children and to community. Because when we see ourselves celebrating our achievements, people will celebrate with us. So, um, I mean, it's, it's all what Lovett has said. It's the language. It's, it's, it's teaching the next generation not to be afraid or to be shy to you know to to wear to wear a gele or to wear whatever you want to wear you know to to be seen eating with your hands because exactly. that is how our ancestors did it to speak a language you know to to be able to greet people in your language which is you know that is done on the continent language is very is the root of a nation so i think uh, um we just have to really show where the track is and i think when people really see the whole extent and the wealth of knowledge within the black community the world does respect people and ourselves as black people respect each other very good and i think also i suppose uh, obviously black history month will have an impact on the african community and themselves but also on the wider society i mean i i was thinking about i saw a book recently called uh, No Problem Here, which, which is about racism in Scotland. And it was as though everybody just thought, oh, no, there's no, there's no problem. And I think people in Ireland and Northern Ireland sometimes think that as well. It isn't true, of course. And so perhaps Black History Month is a chance to address some of those issues and, and uh, celebrate some of the, the positive achievements, but perhaps also educate some people who maybe have let's kindly say old-fashioned attitudes perhaps um i don't know if you want to comment on that but no it's true i mean i think with the with the island of ireland there's always been the 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 thought um i always re recall the teachers that taught me in my native zimbabwe i had a lot of irish teachers and they told me and that is the reason one of the reasons that i decided to to migrate to Ireland, I could, you know, the world is big, but they told me about the struggle, about the 1916 rising. And from that, I felt that they were a nation or Ireland were a nation of people that understands the struggle of oppression. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect that there is racism because it's a process that, you know, they've suffered. So it is important that sometimes we forget um, history needs to be retold and retold and actually people are be brought back to remember what how life was before and i think with that we create understanding but because sometimes life takes over and we forget what our history is we we don't see our similarities so that that is that is my hope that through history through education through even understanding the different, you know, whether it's the Caribbean culture, the African cultures on the continent, you'll find that um, if you go back um, to the Brehon laws, they're so similar to some of the African laws that are there, customary laws that are there. But we, don't, we oversee that and just see the differences. So that, that's, that's where we need. We need to go back history or uh, yeah. become historians. <laughs> Indeed. 
I think that Lovett, the, the phrase you used was equity, diversity and inclusion. Yes, and I exactly. suppose for me, yeah. the, the, yeah. that's, that's yeah. you've touched on that joy tendai, yeah. the idea of yeah. diversity, the fact that we're all different. And that doesn't mean that we all have to oppose each other. It, it just, you know, it, there's a richness in diversity. I totally agree with um, Joy. We need to go back to history. We need to rewrite the narrative. You know, when, when we, I, I, I teach in the um, Institute of Black Studies and whenever I, 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 I go into the class, the first thing I ask the participants, um, it's for them to list all the positive things they were being, they've been taught about Africa. And every time I get the same response. And what's that response? slavery slavery is not something it's not a positive it's thing so in my in my in my own understanding but that's yeah, yeah. what has been taught about africa yes. yeah africa yeah. has been painted this image of um being backward it's been painted this image of um the poor cousin of the global communities if you understand and it's been painted this image of um incapable of intellectual um contribution and that's what a lot of kids have been growing with. So we need to rewrite this narrative. And how better can we rewrite this narrative other than to educate people? We need to educate people. We need to let them know that, yeah, all that they've been taught about Africa, about slavery, Africa is more and beyond slavery. There's so much in, um, in Africa. And when you look at the um, black studies, I'm talking about I'm talking about we introducing black studies into the uh, school's curriculum and into organizations. People need to learn. You can't really give what you don't have inside of you. Sometimes when I see people with um, being racist or with some of the racial behavior, I look at them and I say they they don't know any better. They haven't been taught. They don't. Um, we need to tell our story. We need to rewrite the narrative. And black studies, the, um, it's one, one, um, one study that I think should come into schools, should come into um, organizations. It will give people the opportunity to see how successful and productive um, the blacks are beyond slavery. And it will bring the positive vibes that we want to see. We want to be celebrated. We want, to, we, we want this um, issue of being accepted. And how, more, how better for them to accept us other than to learn about us? We have accepted the whites because even in schools, children, they are being taught about the white history. So we understand and we have accepted that. But it's kind of challenging for the whites to accept the black because they haven't learned the black, black history. The only thing they know about the black is being poor, slavery, and stuff like that, which we really don't want to showcase. Also... It will also help a lot of black people, like I said, struggling with identity crisis for them to know who you are, who they are, for them to become comfortable in who they are. Introduction of uh, black studies into the curriculum would create an inclusive education. Think about it in a class where you have mixed children and then you teach these mixed children about these black studies. When they see the black students closest to them, they begin to appreciate and understand who that person is. It brings inclusive education. It brings um, um, diverse culture, for them to understand diverse culture and diverse value. When you understand someone's culture, you can appreciate the person's culture and you can appreciate the person's values. 
So I think introducing black studies into our system, into education, it's very, very important. It's, it's, it's a hallmark of, it, of, of everything when we're talking about racism and um, discrimination. Introducing black studies will go a long way to help. And, uh, you know, when I look at, like Joy was talking about her, her children, when, uh, talking about history, I was intrigued myself to learn that the first university in the world was actually found in Africa. It's called the Sankora University, found in um, Timbuktu in Mali. That's, that's the western part of Africa. A lot of people don't know about this. They, they don't know that education actually started in Africa. The numerical numbers we use today, one, two, three, is actually from Africa. So there are lots to be told. There are lots of stories about Africa that needs to be out there for people to really understand Africa and begin to appreciate Africa. And we are not doing so much. You know, when I talk about it, I say we as Africans, we're not even doing so much about it. We, instead of fighting that there, the, someone is being racist, uh, having the racial uh, features, I think we should l start educating them, educating them in acceptability, educating them of who we are. Like, I wouldn't want anyone to talk down on me. I want to tell you this is who I am. I am comfortable in who I am. I am comfortable in my achievements. Let them understand the achievements. Let them understand that there is so much in Africa and there's so much in you being black. I tell people that my unique quality is my color. So it's, it sounds funny whenever I say that they laugh. Yeah, but my unique quality is my color and I'm very comfortable in it. So I cannot, the, the issue of education cannot be overemphasized. We need to educate, we need to educate and we need to do more education into black studies. So, <laughs> yeah, Joy Tendai, I, I don't know. What do you think are the prospects for making every month Black History Month in the, let's say, Irish um, education system, do you think it's achievable? I think the first thing we have to really realise is for policymakers to acknowledge that um, Ireland is no, is, is, is no longer a monocultural society and that we need to see people that are representative in of everyone living in Ireland, whether it's in education, in health, in administrative work. We need to let our children, I mean, with what Lavat uh, was saying, that it needs to be part, every education, whether it's African history, Caribbean history, Asian history, there is a lot of uh, uh, writers, there is a lot of uh, customary laws um, that can be uh, taught within the curriculum. And I think it's something that we're going to discuss, decolonizing the curriculum. It shouldn't be one voice. It shouldn't be the voice of the hunter that tells about what, you know, the death of a lion. You know, we should, we should amplify. It shouldn't be given to other people uh, or act as if within the black community, the whole black community. When I talk about the black community, I'm talking about those in the African community and those our sisters and brothers that were whose ancestors were forcibly removed from the African continent and put in the Caribbean and put on the American continent and also on in the South Americas because they also need to hear their history. They also there's also a lack in uh, in in not knowing or the, the the trauma of that has continued. You know, if you look at um, in in Canada, if you look in America, and any of the you know like the any of the indigenous people that have suffered still have that trauma. So. 
I think it is possible if the policymakers do include it and say, let's learn about everyone. There's no harm in, you know, even asking. I know parents are very eager to come in and some schools have introduced this. Um, I'm not sure in Northern Ireland, but we have the Educate Together schools here in, in Ireland, uh, in the Republic, where parents come in and they talk about a culture, whether it's, you know, a European culture, an African culture, and they're all learning there. And that is what should be the next step in in just that acceptance that we can't just teach Irish history and it, it, it takes, it's, it's from the policymakers and what they want to, to do about it. That's a fascinating model, actually. I wonder, I'll have to look into it and see whether there's anything like that in the Northern Irish system, but uh, certainly a fascinating model. What I, I've heard from you both tonight is very much an emphasis on the positive, um, uh, but then, Joy Tendai, as you were speaking there, it's also important to remember the, that, that darker side as well. I mean, I think obviously we can't, gloss over that and just pretend you know because I think one of the, the things for me anyway is that uh, too many people in Northern Ireland the UK Ireland don't really know the truth about that whole the history of colonialism the history of enslavement and uh, when they begin to learn it, it it is quite an eye-opening thing and it begins to make you think differently about the position of say the UK or Ireland in the world or America you know, in relation to other countries. And uh, so I think there's a job of education to be done there as well. I think that's our theme for tonight, education, isn't it? So, um, but so I don't know if you, maybe if you have any last final thoughts about where you want to go from here or what projects you're looking forward to getting involved in now. Loveth, what about you? Um, just to add to um, what Joy said, uh, there's a statement I saw and I really love that statement. And it says, um, acknowledge the problem, but live in the solution. Acknowledge the, the problem, but live in the solution. And I think that's the biggest problem we have today, not acknowledging what the problem is. When we look at us, uh, when we look at the society, all the problems that are going on in the society, we have failed to acknowledge the problems and when a problem is not acknowledged like i said acknowledging a problem is the first step to um, solving it when a problem is not acknowledged then solving the problem is going to be a big issue and i think that's the problem we're having today in um, the island of ireland and in northern ireland in fact if i look at the world in general that's the problem we're having not acknowledging the problem some people especially when you put up the problem in, in front of people some of them will just ignore the problem or some will feel that so they are so pressured into doing the right thing well it shouldn't be that way we should look at the problem collectively and then collectively think of how we can render solutions to these problems so going forward i think um like we are saying, we've been saying tonight, education, education, education cannot be overemphasized. And that's one way that we can begin to acknowledge the problem and coming into the solution. Once we are being educated, like I said, what you don't have inside of you, you can't give. When you have the knowledge inside of you, then you can begin to live the knowledge. You can begin to live in the solution. Very good. Joy Tenda, I have you any final thoughts then for us? So 
I um, I echo what Loveth has said, and I think the the work that needs to be done um, is 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 policy. Um, you know, you educate. That's the knowledge you empower, and then with that empowerment, you have representation of the people. That I mean, black black excellence. I think people think that when we say let's celebrate, let's celebrate Black History Month, or you know, let's put the four about black people. It's you've you've you are now putting uh, white people aside. Why are we not celebrating white people? Which is not it. We're just saying it is a time that. The voices are never heard. You know, the things that have been hidden in history come to the light. And in that short period, in this month that we speak and we walk with our chests out and our held, held, heads held up high, we are black, we are proud. For the rest of the month, we know we can always go back and put our heads down. But this month, just let us, you know, hold our heads up high. Um, policy um, Policymakers need to come in and... Really, I, I think we're advocating for, especially, I don't, I'm not sure about the laws in Northern Ireland, but in Ireland that racism, bullying in schools, acknowledge, you know, bullying, racism should be on a separate footing, you know, besides, besides bullying, because there is more harm. I mean, they're both uh, hit at the integrity of a person, but with racism, it, we've seen that it actually destroys, it can't, it's like a virus, it destroys lives. So we need stronger legislation, especially for children that are growing up in education, um, and, and really, um, I, we say you're educating people, but if the hiring practices of institutions do not hire black professors, don't hire Asian professors or anything that looks, they're not going to be that diversity of thought. There, if there is no, it's very difficult for someone that is coming from a different cultural background, to, even if they have a problem. Um, I, I went back as an adult learner. If you have a problem that is directly linked to your culture it's very difficult to talk to someone that you you think won't understand what you're going through so it's all across the hiring uh, practices of institutions that there are um there are competent uh scholars like uh, with the fsi that they are comp you know people phd holders living within the republic of ireland give them a chance to teach L let them represent um and if if that is not enough um we should, it's something that is not here in Ireland, but um, social inclusion, cultural competencies, competency should be make ma made mandatory for teachers uh, in schools. That it is an option, teachers opt out, they don't want to learn. So how are you going to teach children from different cultures if you don't have the understanding or about social inclusion? So my thing is just the framing of policy and, and the knowledge that we need cultural competent teachers, whether you are hiring people from ethnic minorities or people are being trained to to understand other cultures. So that's my hope for the future. Very good. Thank you yeah. very much. And in adding to um, what um, Joy just stated, um, looking at employing people of diverse, especially the um, minority ethnic, ethnic um, group, it's very, very important. And with our Institute, the Institute of um, Anti-Racism and Black Studies, we are going into schools to teach and to get especially um, bodies that are uh, in the diversity and inclu inclusion, inclusion team. We have a lot of them coming in. And then in higher institution, we have some universities sending in their staff into the institute to teach them about um, Black Studies 
to teach them about um, diversity and inclusion. So it's very important. Not we take we we want to teach them about these things, but we also want to be in the places of learning as well. We want to be in the higher institution. We want to teach in there. Want to lecture in there, but we're not given the room. So like what Joy said, it would be nice for students, especially. I know I've done a survey and. You know, when, when you ask students, who would you like to see teaching you? Someone of same color as you or someone from, that has a different color. A lot of them tend to go to where someone that has same color as them because they think that the person can relate. You know, it, they, are related, they, they can relate easily with such a person. So it's very difficult for the black kid in the class. Every time you come in, you see all white teachers and you don't have black teachers. So it's very, it's very difficult. It's a challenge to the black kid. So I think there is a variety, they say, spice of the life. So if we have um, black teachers in our institution, then we can spice up our institution. So it's very important if we are talking about diversity and inclusion in one area, especially we're looking at the industrial sec sectors now. How about the institutions of uh, higher learning, the institutions of education? We need to bring this into these institutions as well. We Thank need you. to show, it should be the, the bedrock for diversity and inclusion, in my opinion. Thank you very much. And on that yeah. spicy note, I think uh, <laughs> we're probably out of time here. So thank you very yeah. much, Joy, Tendai Kangiri, yeah. and Dr. Lovato.